and welcome to another episode of Flamenco Attitude. This is the podcast that brings you all things flamenco and I'm happy to say we have made it to the end of season three. Uh, we just want to say massive thank you to all our audience across the world because when we started we never ever ever imagined um, how far ahead we will come. So this is the special as we end with every single season with the special on season three and next time you will be listening to our season four and everything that we have to bring you uh, planned for that one so it's going to be another great one don't forget we have a Q&A on September the 25th so send us all your questions and comments to at flamenco pod on twitter also culturepodcasts at gmail.com if you'd like to use the email we are on there as well but yes as you know we cover all things flamenco from how people dance how they dress the iconic flamenco places throughout andalusia and also of course we're discussing the lives of the great artists of the genre so today we actually have a very uh, different, I would say, subject matter because it's special, of course. Before that, I would like to thank our listeners in Switzerland and Cuba. Uh, Switzerland, we have been gathering audience, so more of you have joined. Cuba, we just started growing our audience there. I would like to say thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy um, the episodes and the seasons coming forward on Flamenco Attitude. Now. If you're a regular listener, by now you know uh, about Marcos, he's uh, a flamenco artist and expert and he travels to Andalusia a lot, in fact, he travels at least once a year every single summer. Thankfully, he managed to go this year and whenever he goes, he has incredible adventures. He comes back with bags of stories of what's happening to him. He seems to attract these things, you know. it's. It just happens to him, he can't escape them. Consider this a part one because he has many adventures. But let's look at what happened to him this summer when he went to Andalusia. We're going to hear uh, incredible stuff about people he's met and stuff that, you know, they can happen only to him. You will hear about that soon. Without any further ado, let's dive into our special episode on flamenco adventures with Marcos. Well, you probably want to know what really goes on in flamenco. Now, uh, the flamenco festival is normally performed outdoors. We learned that. Actually, our audience, I think, has learned that. Yeah. Um, thanks to our episode on top five that you chose. Uh, yeah. So we, we have a festival outdoors and the public come and, it, and it's all great and people like myself are backstage and <clears throat> we... We, you know, we mess around and have fun and all the rest of it. And but there's also a lot of tension because performing flamenco uh, in front of the public is always a difficult thing, and you never know how it's going to go. But what many people don't know is after the festival, <laughs> the after party is yeah. is yeah. an experience of yeah. its own. So I'm not going to mention any names or places, but I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Well, can't you at least say where and what vicinity is that? It's in Sevilla province. Okay, that's good enough for us. Okay. Um, so that we know that it's authentic, because you, you could be uh, making yeah, this well, up. Well, no, 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 Marcos, okay, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Marcos is a very honest, he's even more honest than I would like. 
yeah. at some point. So he's a very honest person, yeah. but for one reason or another, he will be telling us only about the general area. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you about the most uh, frightening position that I've ever been putting. Okay, this is civil. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the concert is over, but the person in charge of it all, the main singer, says, no, we now go outside the ballroom, because the concert was in the ballroom, and we form the chairs in a circle. And each one of you, when I point my stick at you, will have to do something. You have told me about this tradition. Yeah. So, and why did you decide to go into this? Well, now, I didn't have any choice, but the, the great thing about it is that um, <clears throat> this was outside uh, a discotheque, so, of course, all the people come out to see, <laughs> to look over our shoulders to see, because they know they're going to see more flamenco than they saw in the concert. Yeah? So there I was, sat on my chair. Oh, no, this could only... Oh, this, okay, go And on. I'm thinking, hmm... What am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so you're sitting there pointing at people? No, the man points at... When he points the stick at you, you have to either dancing or whatever. Now, there's no guitars allowed, so it, for me it was quite a difficult thing. Uh, I was already thinking in my head, I know what I'm going to have to do. And Talk I, about the podcast, obviously. No, you just yeah, yeah. imagine, imagine he gives you an option to do anything flamenco related, right? Oh. And you just stand up and say, "I'm going to talk about my flamenco attitude podcast." No, no I, 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 don't, I don't think this man would even know what a podcast was. <laughs> um, That's so funny. So I worked out, okay, in my mind, get get some lines for the camera. Yeah, you're going to sing. Yes. You never sing. I know, not oh, well. No. I can't sing at all. So. He, he finally comes to me, so I quickly, you have to get out of the chair, I sing just a few lines, and then turn beautifully with, with the dance, boom, 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 that's boom, boom, boom and land back on the chair, and he thinks, yeah, that's, 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 that's okay. Yeah, but you're not allowed guitars. Then how are you supposed to play? Because this is in a circle, you don't have guitars in this sort of thing. It's all unaccompanied. No, I'm just not so I, I escaped. Or just about. Now, we it's a to, narrow escape. Yeah, wasn't but it? I mean, Gallia, we're, we're talking about uh, off the top of my head, four o'clock in the morning. Something what would like have that. happened if you did not? <coughs> if you, or if if you just stood up and said, "I would like to tell you about my flamenco podcast," I don't, I, what <laughs> I don't think it's an option. No sense of humour. No, no. So I mean, it's one of the great things that, and I've seen it. Um, I've been on the out. This time I was on the inside. I've been on the outside many times and seen this thing, and it's a wonderful thing that flamenco artists do, because they've done the performance, but then they do the performance for themselves. But what sort of tradition is there a name for it? Or is it... Mm, well, it's like a mini huerga. Yeah. You know, it, 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 and it's like you know, flamenco is not. We don't do it for the public, we do it for ourselves. Does that make sense to you? It does. And now that you mentioned Huerga, that's a nice transition to the next thing that you're going to Where is that? Because uh, roughly my notes say you're going to talk about um, about a group of gypsies that joined you Yeah. in front of a bar. Okay, okay. Um, but where is this, first of all? Again, well, again it's in Seville, Seville province. Okay. I'm not going to give away too many clues. 
Um, Clues. You're supposed to be telling us. How do we know that this is genuine? Uh, well, I think you, you will once I tell the story, okay. because you, it would be hard to make these things up. Um, I didn't have my guitar on this particular evening. I didn't have my guitar with me. So I asked uh, the owner of the bar, could I use this guitar that was hung on the wall? That's not good, is it? Well, I know, but you know, but now, now, Gally, we're, we're not fussy. You know, I mean, if we're, if we're you, good, if we're oh good, my if God. we're good players, we should be able to do it, right? I, I think you would have never said that oh, ever in your well, life, you're, but you're, because you're, you're very particular about your guitar, well, you're, you're right in strings. a way. Yeah, you're right in a way because you're sort of preempting what comes. So okay. I say, okay. So I say, sit outside with this guitar that's you know. You can imagine covered in dust and grease. Oh. So I'm playing, you know. And straight away, a car pulls up, two young boys in their late teens or 20s, you know, and they're cracks, you know. We call them crack. They're like crack guitarists. And they say, well, mm, this guitar's terrible. And I said, yeah, I know. But it's just, oh, no, this is no good at all. We'll have to go and get you a proper guitar. Okay, fair enough. So off they go. So they come back with a guitar, and that's when it all starts. Mm. So I start playing. Some people come. More people come. More people come. And suddenly the whole square starts filling up. And then the owner says to me... Um, Marcos, we, we're getting worried about this because the crowd, the, the crowd is getting too much, yes, the, the, yeah. you know. And I said, I know, I'm. And then they they bring a very the gypsies bring a very young boy and put him on a chair. And my wife did a wonderful painting of this. Yeah. And Hopefully then we will see it on social media. Yes, at some point. yes, we'll put that up for you. Yeah. And then uh, there's been a festival down the way. And more people come. Uh, you just, you attract these things. I know, really and then I'm thinking, oh, God, what am I going to do? And then, obviously, the Guadia arrive, and they put on their lights, and they look, and they think, woof. But nothing happened. Nothing happened. Um, Given that uh, probably restrictions are still in place. Yes, you, you can't, because of neighbours and things like that, you can't do this sort of thing. Anyway, I But that thought, wasn't your aim. That wasn't that, well, aim. I thought I disgraced myself. And the following day, I went to the bar. And I said, I'm really sorry about this. And he said, don't worry. And they presented me with, with a record, a vinyl. And they said, don't worry. This is the biggest huerga we've seen in this town for 20 years. So don't worry about anything. That was completely improvised. Yeah. And you weren't even planning no, well, on Well, it started with a, a guitar that you just take off the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah? And a woman comes by, oh, would you play me a little solia? And then it builds and yeah, builds yeah. and builds. Uh, you, these things are magical moments that you get in, in the life of the flamenco because you can't plan it. It happens. Yeah.
And also huerga is an impromptu gathering of people. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, in the old days, um, you, obviously you had the wealthy people, that the senoritos, they, they would organise a huerga, they would just... Um, like a soiree, sort of. Yeah, huerga is like an unorganised flamenco gathering, that yeah. we, you know, but uh, the wealthy people would organise these types of yeah. things as well. So they had the, the artists just for themselves, you know, in a different way. But the, the huerga is... Uh, I mean, it doesn't really exist anymore. I mean, it's probably incredible that I, I've caused it in a few places, but uh, it's just not allowed. Yeah, especially now. It's case. like a wild flamenco party. Yeah. <laughs> Without a, an organizer or event or anything yeah. like that. Okay. Well, that's actually nice because you probably yourself were looking forward to playing. You've told me that you've played every single day and you... Uh, yeah, I can see that you're. There's not much nail left. Yeah, I mean, uh, my last visit, um, three weeks on the road, yeah. every day. Every single day. Well, that, yeah. that means it's good. People <laughs> like it. Otherwise, they would have taken well, your you, guitar. You can see, Gally. Have I got any nails no, left? At no. the moment, no. No. So we vouch for that. Yeah. So that was very impromptu, but also there is a place that pretty much logically should welcome flamenco, which is the Peña. Yeah. And ironically, there was uh, not much liking of it. So tell me about the flamenco Peña that didn't like flamenco. Well, you know, there's many of these Peñas that I've been to which are very strange because... And where is this? In place? the old days, the Peña was a home oh, the for, for the flamenco. Yeah. yeah. And many of them now have become restaurants and all kinds of things. So... I went to a Peña in a very remote area and... Uh, Which province? Uh, this was in um, Chayen province. And the the people, they didn't react at all. The so owners, nothing? You, nothing, you, no. you I come in with the guitar, nothing. Yeah. You start playing? Yeah. Nothing. So every day I went and played a little bit. Nothing. And then on about the third day, an interesting thing happened. Uh, I was playing a fandango, and they said, "No, this is not the way to play fandango because they don't understand the modern way." So I went back to the way I used to play it when I was eleven years of age, and they said, "That's how to play." And then a lorry driver who was there said, "Listen, you lot." Turn off the TV, turn off the off the, everything. You should show this man some respect. Yeah. And uh, turn off the television, everything. Let's just... Yeah, but I, it just baffles me. This is a flamenco yeah. club. Yeah. Why wouldn't they react at all? What, what is your... Because you have actually... I remember you've told me on occasion that this happens. Yeah. What is your explanation? Well, because uh, it's a bit like you joining a social club, Yeah. Okay. So you're a member of the social club. Yeah. It may be flamenco, whatever, but you're you're more interested in the social side of it, not the flamenco thing. Yeah, but what's the point then? Well, I know. You can join any old club. Okay, so you want me to tell you what happened yes, to us yes. in another place. Yes. Now this was incredible, because we we were in a place that I'm not going to divulge for obvious reasons, but uh, the people said to me, you you can't play flamenco and all the rest of it. The president of the Peña came by this evening and he said, don't you worry, tomorrow you can go to the Peña 
and play flamenco. Okay. So we found this place and it's like afternoon and there was a couple of people there very pleased to, to see that a, a person with the guitar was going to play. The walls are covered as you know in all the artists of the yeah. past and oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah? The camera on penny was oh, all absolutely incredible. incredible. Top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I start uh, doing a little bit of playing and the camarero, the waiter comes straight up. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to play here. So I said, but this is a flamenco peña. No, no, it's not permitted. So, But I've got permission from the president. Well, he hasn't let me know. Anyway, you'll like the way this went because I just found this very frustrating. So I said to him, well, what, let, let's start with, who, who is this in this picture? And he says, Camarón. I said, good. I start off easy. Yeah? Who is this one? Oh, I don't know that. Who is this? Oh, I don't know that. And as we got on, he said, I don't like flamenco. Yeah. Does that explain anything to you? Mm. How do you feel in those moments? Uh, frustrated. Yeah. Because uh, the flamenco guitar is an acoustic instrument. It doesn't make any noise at all, really. You're in a building, yeah? A, a building built for it. Yeah. And, it, and it's three o'clock in the afternoon. What is the problem? Can you tell me that? It's, yeah, I, listen, I have no... If I don't like football, I would never join a football club. You know, yeah. a kind of a... Do you, you understand what I'm yeah. getting from? You could join any old club. Yeah. If I don't like... Which I do. I know, but you see, you're hitting on the really interesting thing because a lot of wealthy people join these clubs but they're not that keen. But are they really the... all wealthy? Is that? Well, there are some wealthy people, yeah. 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 And they're more dining clubs. No. Yeah? You should better now, go off to a restaurant. The same thing happened, again, in another one of these places that I used to go to in the 80s. We went in. I tried to play some flamenco. And they said, no, no, it's not permitted. I said, but this is a flamenco club. Yeah, but we don't allow it. And you think... What? So you're like this. So I said, okay, I'll have a, a drink, un anis. Now, you know what anis is like? Yeah. A, it's a very, very small, strong, yeah. very strong, and in a small yeah. glass. Yeah. So to show you what we're up against, the person then got the bottle out and a very large glass, like a half pint or more, and filled it up. Mm, not a good idea. So they don't even know the flamenco or the drink. Yeah. Well, I mean. Does that explain it to you? Oh, it's it. Well, I just I I wouldn't waste my time. If I wouldn't waste my time joining a club I don't like. Well, I know stuff. I know what you're going to say. So, the the same thing happened to us in another area. And I had some difficulty. So we went to a bar. And. They said to me, oh, no, no, and get out your guitar, right? I said, I'm not getting my guitar out for nothing because I've had trouble. Now, I'll preempt this with a little story. My wife said to me, when we get to this town, it's very easy to find accommodation. So it was about the usual plus 40 degrees. And so I said, I cannot see any accommodation ah. 
Okay. So I see some nice policemen just on the side of the road. Can you help me? Of course. Well, do you know any accommodation? Well, we could find out. So they get on their phones. Yes, we got one for you. So I said to them, Quanto vale? And they say, 60 euro. Oh no, it's, it's too expensive. We need uh, 40, not 60. Oh, don't worry. We ring back to the police station and, and get better price for you. Right? Yeah. yeah, we've got you one. So I say to the police, thank you. No, 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 no. You come with us now in the car. We're taking you to this place. Okay. We get there. Not a particularly friendly welcome. I don't worry about that. In the morning, just in the bar, to show you what happens to the flamenco people, I get out my guitar just to check it's in tune. And the woman who runs this place says, you're not permitted to touch any guitar at all in this bar. Yeah. Right? Well, that would make me sad, actually. And you're thinking, but I'm, I'm not, uh, what's, what's the problem? So, later on, I had difficulties in this particular town all the time. Yeah. Right? So I go to a bar and the man says to me, listen, you just play. I said, no, I'm not getting into this because I just don't want any trouble. And he said, right, there's the owner. He's already said you can play. He's closing the doors. That's it. Well, that's... And you know what happened? Within about five minutes of me playing, some wonderful uh, Gitano people arrived, just like... That, yeah. Woof. Yeah. Yeah? So that's it. Yeah. Well, it would make me sad, to be honest. It makes you frustrated, but it would make me sad if you are going to a club where it's, it's like you're going to an art museum and not allowed to talk about Van Gogh or I don't know. I'm just... I'm trying to make a reason with it, but I probably can't. Well, things have changed, Galia. I mean, if you think the first time uh, when I travelled to go and play in Andalusia, I travelled on a coach yeah. uh, from Victoria Station. And in those days, the, the, they had two drivers and they had like a little bed sort of thing in the front. You probably remember the way these coaches were. Yeah. So one man sleeps and the other one drives, you know. And they said to me, you come up here. We want you to play into this microphone as we go oh, along. Oh, yeah? That's nice. Now, those, so day, those days are gone. That's, those days are gone. But how did you get involved, and you have to tell me where this is, about a launch of a book on the Arab Spring? Yeah. yeah oh, that oh. was the patio of a bar. Oh. Where was that? Oh, oh, I'm not going to tell you where it was, but I will. Uh, we, we, we booked a... a a house, and uh, poof, I never knew what I was letting myself in for, but there we are. Um, somebody said to me, oh, uh, this professor is going to launch a book yeah. on the Arab Spring. So I, I said, well, great, you know, uh, and... I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, yeah. come, I'll come and play. But see, you, you're a little bit too honest with who you are and what you can do. Carry on. So I didn't realise what I was getting myself into. So I, I arrived there and uh, it was packed. And there was food everywhere. But what I didn't realise is that they couldn't have the food till I'd, prior to till I'd finished. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. So I was very, very nervous. 
and the man gave a very long talk, as you know, academics, and you're thinking... Getting tired just by uh, waiting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I went on and, and played. And, you know, I, I gave it my best. And I cannot, I think it was about 46 degrees or something like that. So I was absolutely, it was impossible. I gave it my best shot and um, I finished. And I thought, oh, that was very, very, very difficult, you know. And to myself, I felt I could have done a lot better. Yeah, but... That's every artist, isn't yeah. it? But as the days went on, it really cheered me up because yeah. we we went to a restaurant on the castle top and I said, uh, what is uh, the bill, please? Oh, no, there's no bill. Yeah. Why? Because, well, because you're an artist. Because this, this man over here well, has, has paid for you because you played at yeah. the... Well, yeah? That is good. I mean, it, it pays off. And what did you play? Well, I, I, I played my usual solia, buleria, you know, um, granaina. Uh, but it was difficult because the heat was absolutely incredible. Well, you know what will cheer me up? <laughs> uh, the next story is about a bodega, uh, which mm. I believe a bodega is a shop, oh, corner, sh corner shop that sells wine. Is yeah, that you're, correct? Yeah, you're bringing heat into it I again. Am. You're bringing heat into it again. <laughs> Tell me about how people start celebrate the start of their weekend. Well, do you know, when when I went to this place, um, it was very funny because it relates in a way to where you live in, in Oxfordshire. Mm. I'd gone to this festival and um, just played a little bit with the Gypsy Kings and got this photograph. And then we, Wait, this is another story. Leave this is another now. story. Yeah. Okay, so I go to this place and... Uh, yeah, I go into a bar, this bodega. So it's an it's like a a nineteenth century yeah. bar, yeah. very cool because uh, it's it's all stone and mm. you know the kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm just having a drink with my wife. Ah, you are flamenco. And I said, no, 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 no. Yeah, you are flamenco. No, 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 no. Okay. So these were all funcionarios, council workers, Friday. Yeah. All drinking their litronas, these whole uh, litres of beer in their hands, you know. I said, no, 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 I'm not. No, you are flowing. No, no. I kept saying, no, 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 no. And this one man kept saying... I know you are flamming. Yeah. What gave it away? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if people see you. Yeah. So, so I said, well, okay, fair enough. But I don't have a guitar. Well, so my poor wife has to go on a, a trek. Because you made her. Yeah. So Not your finest hour, Marcus. No, I know. I mean, now I keep it on my back to make life yeah. easier. Well, yeah. So she goes and she brings it back and we start. Now, this was unbelievable. This is like a Friday afternoon, so they're all off work. They've all finished their council work. The heat is unbelievable. They're really in relaxed mode. Somebody wants to sing, somebody wants to dance. And I played a lot of rumba, stuff they like. And it was amazing. And even I, after you know a few hours, thought, Phew, I think that I've reached the end point. 
So I couldn't work out how am I going to get out of this. Yeah? You did, yeah. Yeah, so I did the classic. I took my shirt off and then I walked out of the door dancing. Out of the <laughs> In style! <laughs> Which kind of indicates that's it. Yeah? Now, there's another bit to this that you'll love. The following day, we're back in this place and there's two very elderly men reading their newspapers and they don't realise who we are and that we, we understand Castellano and Andalou, yeah? So they're saying, did you hear what happened to here yesterday? No. Oh, some flamenco. Really? Yeah, some Englishman. Honestly, what a disgrace, right? Oh, no. Oh, wait, did you find it funny, though? Yes, because we we're, were next to the mountain. <laughs> So we, we sort of laughed about that. Well, it's better than your uh, story um, in England, where you were about to go to perform flamenco. You're in England, and you go to the toilet, and then you hear two people saying, oh, do you know that there's going to be a, a Julio Iglesias type oh. of person playing flamingo? <laughs> How you remember that, I don't know. <laughs> Well, we're going into what happened, I think, a few days before you left. You were prepared to leave and you were sat in a bar. You met some nice flamenco people and then you decided to play. And in typical fashion of yours, you discovered that there is a special building opposite this bar, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, where I went wrong, I think, Gally, is that I said, look, let's all meet up at X bar. Yeah, yeah. And I'd forgotten that. In opposite that is the police station. Yeah, and it's a special building, calls. let's go. But, I mean, that, that shouldn't really be a problem. No, yeah. You know, this is three o'clock in the afternoon. And whereabouts is this? In Seville province. Okay. So what is the problem? So there's myself, um, a, a very good singer with, with incredible tradition, going back hundreds of years. Uh, my, one of my closest friends his wife, who's a wonderful dancer, and a percussionist. But I've got to add that he's not using percussion. The only percussion he's doing is actually slapping yeah. his legs, right? So he's not using any yeah, instruments yeah, at all, yeah. right? So all we've got is a it's piece, of, yeah, piece of wood that I've got, right? Which, you know, so, and the, the cars outside are making more noise than we are. Yeah? Do you get the, get yeah. the picture? So we start off, and it's all going very nice. The restaurant hasn't got any problem with it, you know. We're, we're spending money and if, if you were a tourist, you would think, oh, well, that's lovely, you know. So the police arrive and they say, you can't do this. And you think, well, why? No, no, it's not allowed. Uh, OK. So <clears throat> we stop. We, we leave it as, <laughs> you didn't we, stop, you no, paused. <laughs> we paused, yes, yeah, that's a yeah. good way of putting it. Yeah. Off they go. Uh, up, and then we start up. <laughs> yeah, you resume. <laughs> yeah, nice. And um, different ones come back. Hmm. You can't do this. So one of my our party thought, well, this is, this is not on. What's the problem? I'm going to ring the owner of the restaurant and see what, they feel about it, <laughs> onto the phone, and said to the police, well, we've spoken to them, they're very happy with it. Yeah. What's the problem with it? 
No, you can't do it. Okay, so we stop again. Yeah. And then I was so engrossed in the playing that I didn't even know that they came back for the third time to stop it. Now, it's all linked to one, my final thing that you'll like. Uh, when I went to, to Cadiz, and I'm happy to say that, I was playing in a place and uh, I was playing to, to some people, some flamenco people, and the next thing I noticed was uh, two policemen in front of me. And my friend said, well, he, he's a, a very good guitar player. And the police said, yeah, we can hear that, <laughs> but it's not allowed because the neighbours upstairs... Siest. No. Well, it wasn't. It was in the evening. They, they don't tolerate this, you know. So what's the moral of the story of all these adventures? Well, the end of it is, the way to do this is, we have a thing on the guitar, which is this, the sakia, yeah? So I just, which is a capo that you, you, and so I just took the capo off, held it up to the policeman so he knew that was it. End of story. I hope you enjoyed our special episode on the flamenco adventures that Marcos had during his journey in Andalusia this summer. Um, and yes, again, as a reminder that this is our final episode of season three. We'll be starting season four next week. And we're happy and proud and thankful to all of you. We keep going. We keep going with our flamenco adventures. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat.